on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, weekdays from 9 to 11, right here on WKOM 1017. You never know who's going to stop by. One of the leading voices, certainly in the Southeast, on college football, John Bryce with FootballScoop.com. We have with us this morning Mike Keith, voice of the Titans, TWSAA Executive Director Bernard Childress, New York Times bestselling author, author of Three Ring Circus, which dropped yesterday. Mr. Jeff Perlman, the voice of the Blue Raiders, Chip Walters, joining us. AP Tennessee Sports Editor, three-time Tennessee Sports Writer of the Year 2020 TSWA Hall of Famer. She covers the Titans, the Predators, the Grizzlies, college football, and hoops. Please make welcome, Teresa Walker. High school sports is what we do, but it's not all we do. Don't forget about Top 5 Tuesday and Wild and Wacky Wednesday. Be sure and check us out from 9 to 11 a.m. on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. 1017 WKOM. Tennessee Sports Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yao. Good Monday morning and welcome in to this beginning of the week edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today as we are back. Front porch just outside the window. West 7th with fewer barrels today than normal. You could actually run a Mule Day parade you down West 7th. probably could. Probably. Probably could if, today. If you so chose. I would not choose to do that today. Maybe tomorrow. <laughs> not today. <laughs> but there's nobody out there working. Surprise. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, it, it is a, it is a, it's nice to be back in Columbia. It took me a little longer to get here this morning. There was an accident <laughs> on 31. And that was, that was kind of scary. I was like, my goodness, glad I gave myself 30 minutes extra time to get here. Two words. Bear Creek. Bear Creek. (laughs) Who knew, right? There was, I don't typically use my ways on the way in, but I probably should start because you never know when it will say, don't go that way. It's not the way to go. Anyway, I'm just glad to be back in studio. Um, Hopefully the internet fairies will not um will smile on us this morning. Will not change shifts today. <laughs> uh but nonetheless we're here. We've got a big show today, a lot to talk about. We had we actually had some games played over the weekend. Uh just letting you know it was possible to play hoops over the weekend. And we've got several games tonight. We have a lot to talk about. In the second segment, I want to get to, uh, we'll obviously talk to Chip Walters, as always on Monday, despite 
MTSU not being able to travel. Um, did they play at home? I don't think I, so. I know either. the women did not go to Louisiana Tech. I didn't know I if the men played or not. My guess is that if you couldn't travel to Ruston, you probably you couldn't travel, travel from, from Ruston. Ruston. <laughs> that's that's a fair point. That is a fair point. It's just my assumption. I don't know. I didn't even check because I just assumed that they, neither one of them were playing. Um, Chip did have a a nice uh, picture on on Facebook that we'll talk about. I think football got started. Uh, with some workouts, so we'll talk to him about that. We'll also talk about Dion <laughs> Jackson State mm, mm, and their opener wearing their red uniforms, which oh. I'm sure we'll get to get into that. Uh, FCS football really got kicked off over the weekend. Austin P played at Tech. A lot of lot, plenty of plenty of football talk, which is interesting on. February 22nd, 22nd. 2021. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. NASCAR, Daytona Road Course. Got a first-time winner two weeks in a row. That was fun. Uh, Daytona seems to be the place for first-time winners. And it was it was a lot of fun to watch, despite it was, it was kind of boring up front for most of the race, but then uh, some, some things happened, and it got interesting there late. So, And the Preds. We'll talk about the Preds, all of that in the second hour. Coming up later this hour, you're definitely going to want to tune in because, oh, man. Let's just say the district schedules have gone off the rails. Um, well, you knew after no games last week. It was going to be in Madhouse. Yeah, yeah. Like like drinking water from a fire hose this week, and that's <laughs> kind of where we're at. Yeah, it's not going to be fun. Uh, it is going to be fun, actually. It's just going to be really busy. It's going to be fun once we get to the games, but figuring it all out prior to that. Yeah, get, getting getting situated and decide because I mean you don't know who's playing who until. Tonight's games are over. Yeah, so you're going to have to stay up a little late to figure some of this out. There are some positives. We do know, you know, when Columbia's boys will play. We we do know some things, but not a lot. Uh, And we'll probably get into the district schedule snafu um, from down south because that was – you're definitely going to want to hear about that. Talk about your soap operas. Yeah. So, yeah, like I said, huge show today. It's going to be a lot of fun. I know that I have certainly been ready for to get to some ball games, even though I went to the Belmont JSU game because I needed to do something. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I'm just saying that getting out of the house – was worth it. Mm-hmm. I was lucky enough to be, you know, right there on a pretty main road all the way through. It, it did take me a little bit of work to get to the parking deck at Belmont, but other than that, I mean, it was pretty. So I was lucky. Got a chance to get out this weekend. Did you get out this weekend? Oh, other than going to the ball game? Um, you got to go to Famous Dave's, and I know if Sarah's listening right now, she's mad. 
I'm sorry, Sarah. Mad. I'm talking like that's her that's her favorite spot. Oh, good Lord. Sorry, Sarah. Yeah, I went to Famous Dave's. Um, Get that platter and just... No, no platter, man. I, I would have passed out if I had, but no, it was good. It was good. But no, I don't think I did get out, actually. I mean, that was the first Friday night that I've been home probably since, you know, August, other than the holidays. Man, isn't that something? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was It was different. It was different for sure. It but, won't be... It won't be nearly as th- this week will certainly not be as uh as serene yeah there you go yeah. oh man i'm gonna throw out I-, I do want to give a shout out this morning i don't know if are we on facebook yet jp we we are yes we are up on facebook we've even got three viewers jp oh, did you did you uh did you get out this weekend uh got out went to um did my weekly church audio duties yesterday, um, and while I was there, shot a couple of uh, children's minist- music ministry videos for the future. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, but but outside of that, um, other than going to the store, or actually driving Jody to the store, um, and, and no, didn't get out. To, I kind of. Kind of hung around and and worked on a couple of a uh, couple of things at the house. That's a good thing to do. I mean, you know, we went to the mall on Saturday because Sarah needed to get out, and also Franklin. We went to a little consignment shop there in Franklin. That was fun. Um, just want to give a happy birthday to my step grandmother, uh, and I'm going to give you guys. <laughs> Some ammunition, the most Alabama thing you'll ever hear. Uh, I call her affectionately my Aunt Granny. Yeah, that's so, that's pretty Alabama. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, there's a really good reason for it. It's not because she is both my aunt and my grandmother. <laughs> she was just she she felt like she was a little too young to be a grandmother to be granny or grandma or something like that when I was born. So we were going to call our aunt Joan, except I already had one of those. My mom's sister is named Joan, so we had to come up with something unique. <laughs> well, you did, and we did. Your your family is um, is real sensitive to age. I've noticed that because your mom doesn't allow you to be older than twenty nine. That's yeah, it's very odd. Um, right? But I will say, I mean. <laughs> This was before the days of like Aunt you know GGs and Mimi's mm-hmm. and you know <laughs> that's a, that's a great name though. What about Mimals though? Yeah, but that that sounds older than Granny. Oh, well. <laughs> to me, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, so anyway, um, what is uh, Ned Rich is out here talking about East Tennessee orange and roll tide roll? Did you say something to him? No, I didn't say anything to him. I'm glad he's listening, though. Good morning, Mr. Rich. You you, you know Ned's crimson to the heart, man. All so, the way. Yeah, so he, I, don't, I wonder if he's looking at your, oh, I bet that's what it is. It's your, it's your sweater. This is kind of mustard, right? It's like a Dijon mustard gold. I don't know. You're not going to bring me into the mix. I've been set up. I've been set up on that before. I don't know. Honestly, that looks like that flannel shirt that it I does. had. That I had colors. Kinda, it's it that does. same kind of. 
Is yeah. it orange? Is it gold? No, it's it's closer to orange than See, gold. Yeah, I agree. See, it's not that easy to tell. I think but it's, it's more mustard. Of, it's more of an auburn orange than a UT orange. Oh, it's nowhere near UT orange. Oh, yeah, no. But, but if you it's are... It's closer to Texas orange than it, UT orange. Yeah, but if you're an Alabama fan... Yeah. All orange is bad. They don't care. Yeah. There you go. May, maybe instead of burnt, it's uh, smoked, slightly smoked orange. Smoked orange. Smoked orange. Which is what I they like should that. call smoked the Tennessee orange. orange. I like that. Smoked orange, mm-hmm. but but it doesn't work because it's so bright it's and bright. light. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't really. But that looks like a smoked orange. Mm-hmm. If burnt orange is what it is, that's smoked orange. I'm okay with that. Yeah, slightly smoked. <laughs> it really looked like the old gold of like like old gold that kind of had that orange uh-huh. tint to it, and that was what. Um, it's what I grew up on. That, so. Smoked orange kind of fits after what happened Saturday night in Thompson Bowling Arena. By the way, no doubt. <laughs> I, I tried to leave that off the. Uh, try to leave, try to leave everything off the uh, the, the, the schedule. Mm-hmm. No Tennessee. Yeah, well, <laughs> Chad said I knew Ned was a great guy, but I never expected him to be that great. <laughs> oh man! Good morning to you, Dan Janes, and. and, and Dan agrees that it's a mustard color. It's a, mustard, yep. It's Seen a mustard that. of some sort. It's not yellow mustard. It's whatever Sarah calls mustard, which she liked it. She thought, you're, again, if you're out there and you want to go to Van Heusen, Izod at the Aubrey Mills Mall, I got an entire great outfit for 24 bucks. <laughs> Vest, sweater, pants, the whole nine yards. You can't beat that with 24 bucks. So, yeah. Good day. Good day. Oh, man. Not sure it's worth the drive from here, but if you happen to be in the area. Yeah. I mean, or you're listening to us in North Williamson County, maybe. There you go. That's about it. Uh, Sarah says it is mustard, so anyway. All right. Well, if Sarah says it's mustard and Dan says it's mustard. We're going to go with mustard. There we go. Mustard is. Let's... uh, we're going to take a quick break here in just a few minutes. But first, we're actually going to give you some finite scores and schedules <laughs> on today's rundown. This, this is the, the rundown. In girls basketball action from Saturday, all from the Division 2A Middle Region Tournament, it was Providence Christian 60, Nashville Christian 27, Webb Bell Buckle 58, Donaldson Christian 24, Christ Presbyterian Academy defeated Clarksville Academy 61-43, and Good Pastures Girls defeated Middle Tennessee Christian 50-42. On Sunday, Providence Christian's girls defeated CPA 54-49, and Webb was a 61-32 winner over Good Pasture. In 11 AAA action, it was Independence 37, Centennial 12. In Saturday boys action, again, at the D2A Middle Region quarterfinal level, Christ Presbyterian defeated Friendship Christian 64-33, Webb 66, Davidson Academy 51, Good Pasture defeated Battleground Academy 78-37, and Columbia Academy saw its season come to an end with a 72-55 loss at Donaldson Christian. On Sunday, CPA defeated Donaldson Christian 59-50, and Good Pasture defeated Webb 73-48. In girls' action tonight, 11 AAA. Independence will take on top seed Brentwood at 530 
Page hosts Dixon County at 5.30. Summit will host Ravenwood. That game is at 7. And Spring Hill hosts Franklin also at 7 p.m. In 8 AAA play on the girls' side tonight, Columbia hosts Lincoln County. That's a 6 o'clock start. Also, Lawrence County hosts Shelbyville at 6 o'clock. In 8 in 8A play, Moore County travels to Cornethal. That's a 7 o'clock start. I have no idea how that got there. I apologize. That's all good. <laughs> also, in 8A, Cascade goes to Fayetteville. In 10A, Mount Pleasant travels to Santa Fe. That game starts at 6. In boys' action tonight, it is Spring Hill against Dixon County. They're going to play at Franklin at 4.30. The winner of that game will play Franklin at 7.30. So, there's we'll talk about that later. Centennial <laughs> will travel to Ravenwood. That game is at 7. And at 7.30 tonight, Page hosts Independence and Summit travels to Brentwood. In District 8 AAA quarterfinal action, Shelbyville goes to Lincoln County. That's a 6 o'clock start. Also at 6, Tullahoma takes on visiting Lawrence County. In 10A, Hampshire travels to Mount Pleasant. That's a 6 o'clock tip. And in 8A, Fayetteville will host Huntland. All right, that's going to do it for your Monday rundown on Southern Middle Tennessee. Oh, Columbia State. Columbia State, yes, has a doubleheader tonight at the web as Volunteer State visits. 5.30 start time for the women. The men will start at approximately 7.30. That's going to do it for your Monday rundown on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. When we come back, we'll talk about the district schedules and how crazy and messed up they are, including one that's really messed up. Really messed up. <laughs> and we'll tell you why it's messed up. That's important. It's important to know the, the context. So stick around. Do not go anywhere. We'll be right back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today. Hey, folks. While we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. If you've listened to this show, you know Chris and I are always down for a good meal. Recently, we learned about Patio West in Spring Hill and what a pleasure it has been. Their menu is full of seafood, burgers, and more, giving every member of your family something to enjoy. Be sure to go by Patio West Coastal and Comfort Eats located at 3011 Longford Drive in Spring Hill or visit patiowest.com and tell them the guys at Southern Middle Tennessee Sports sent you. Here's Mo and Chris. Welcome back in to the show. As we have hit the bottom of the hour, 
here on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. I'm Chris Yao. Joined as always, I'm Maurice Patton. J.P. Plant with you here on this Monday edition. Coming to you live from the Front Porch Sports Studio on West 7th in Columbia, Tennessee. If you're watching on Facebook, thank you. Feel free to chime in as we have had plenty of comments this morning. Thank you guys for helping us determine the color of my sweater, for one. But also just for hanging out, enjoying the show here on Facebook. If you have any uh, any comments, feel free. Just shoot us a comment. We'll be happy to interact with you there. If you're on Twitter, at SM underscore TN Sports, make sure to follow us. Like our Facebook page. Follow us on Twitter, on Instagram, also at SM underscore TN Sports. Don't forget that we will be giving you live updates tonight from some high school basketball games at Chrissy 14 and at Mo Patton underscore sports on Twitter. I will be at Summit Brentwood. And you will be. I will be at um, Lincoln County, Columbia Central. Girls action. Girls. Yours is a boys game. Um, you could get there for this for that Indy Brentwood game. Is it? Yeah, it's five thirty start. Oh, that's right. Brentwood is hosting. Mm-hmm. I will also be at Independence Brentwood. There you go. Chicken Man said when he was younger, he had some, or when his sons were younger, they had some diaper changes that were this color. That makes me feel good because I can wear this when I'm changing Charlie's diaper. <laughs> and it'll just blend right blend in. Right in. It's perfect. <laughs> Leave it to the chicken man. So, guys, hold on, hold on. A word, <laughs> a word to the wise: while color may blend, sense smell and sense do not. Mm. <laughs> you do, you mean the that's the, what's in the diaper and the draft isn't going to mesh real well? Correct. Yeah. Okay. While while the color may blend in, you can get away with that. Yeah. There there are other. Remember, there are five senses gotcha in the human that's body. that's that's a great tip <laughs> JP. fyi thanks for passing that along <laughs> back to regular schedule program mm-hmm. um, already in progress yeah <laughs> so the district schedules got all messed up last week we were supposed to play you know, <laughs> there's a slight understatement for, <laughs> we're supposed to play for like eight or 12 days instead we're going to play it in four maybe five and, and you know here's the thing we found out in high school basketball what college football found out last last fall. You don't have to schedule games eight years in advance. No. You can you, schedule a game in a week. It can be done. And by the same token, these tournaments don't have to take 12 days. You can do it in four. It's, it's not like you haven't seen these teams before. Like Nick Campbell said, we know how we're going to play these teams. We, we don't necessarily need to. And if you're still trying to figure it out at this point... It's you're not going to figure it out, so just go with it. So yeah, um, we're going to play some games, or we're going to play some some tournaments in four days. We're going to play some in one day because <laughs> one of them because somebody else did because one and then they didn't district tournament decided. Well, technically two district tournaments decided they weren't going to play their cha- their semifinals or championship games. District eleven A made a decision last week to forego their semifinal 
and finals and just allow the one seed and the two seed to be the one seed and two seed. And then the three and the four would be decided by basically playing games. And so because of that, to keep the region schedule on on time, District 12A voted 6-0. 6-0. Unanimously. Unanimously. All six schools voted the same way. To also forego their semifinals and finals. Understandable. Your 11A did it. I can see where you would just go, hey, we're not going to play our semifinals and finals. Uh, one seed is the one, two's the two, and then we'll play to find out who's three and four. The problem with that is now... Well, there's a few problems with it. But yeah. The biggest problem... The biggest problem now is that 11A has flipped the script. So the error of their ways. They have decided they will now play their semifinals and finals. While 12A has decided we're still not going to play them. In the interest of time, 12A decided that they couldn't, you know, turn on a dime like that and and revert to the original plan. And and I can see that. I mean, at some point, you just got to know, are we playing or are we just, you know, getting ready for the region if you are the one and two seed in particular, you know. If you just okay, we're we're off again. I mean, it's like one coach told me they had practiced once in the past nine days when I spoke to him last night, and so, you know, are we practicing? Are we practicing for the regions? Are we practicing for a game Tuesday night? What are we? <laughs> because the preparation is a little bit different. I mean, am I am I trying to put in a game plan, or am I? Or are we just you know kind of getting some shots up? You know. So um, I understand that completely. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I think again, like, like we said, if you're still trying to put in a game plan at this point, Mm. Monday, Tuesday, your issues run a little deeper, maybe Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Monday, Tuesday, Thursday could have been done. uh, In my opinion, but I understand they're deciding not to. That being said, Unanimous decision, which means that Perry County High School agreed to this format. They did. In hindsight, (laughs) it's tough for them because Perry County had a chance to win this district. I mean, they split with with Summertown. They're very athletic. In tournament play, you never know what's going to happen. And... They're a pretty good basketball team. Now, I'm not saying they would have. I'm just saying that they're the three seed. But they they certainly could have. They would have had an opportunity to, to at play. Least. To, to play for a home game in the opening round of the region, which at the very I think least. this year is pretty significant. But, exactly. So, But they voted as did the other five teams in their here's what district. I'm tell- here's what I'm telling you if Summertown had been the 3 seed it wouldn't have been unanimous <laughs> guarantee you that guaranteed guarantee you that yeah 
I know those people down there. <laughs> they don't care. No, no, we're playing. <laughs> if if there's something to win, we're trying to win it. <laughs> and I like that. I love it. <laughs> you know, so. I mean, I, I, it was it was a little shocking to me when you told me it was unanimous. A little surprising. I mean, much like Summertown, Perry County in basketball is, yeah. I mean, that's most places are all about their football. Summertown and Perry County are certainly well. And what you have to understand, as far as that goes, is neither of them has had football right for all that long. I mean, Summertown for less than ten years, and Perry County probably less than twenty. Yeah. So, I mean, this so is, they. I mean, those are basketball communities. Uh, if yeah. you didn't see the Fox Seventeen report on the Perry County history and tradition, go find it. Hmm. It was fantastic. Um, but yeah, I, just surprising to me mm-hmm. that they voted. <laughs> to, to, <laughs> but also, I mean, with the information they had, I guess I can kind of see it. Well, I guess solidarity. I don't know. But no, I mean... Voting against your best interests has never really been something that I've understood. And so voting to only play to the semifinal, to the up to the semifinal round, if I've got a chance to, to nail down, to play for a top two seed, isn't something that I could vote in favor of. So Now, like we said on... Friday, the flexibility that home sites in the region gives you was a positive for a AAA and their district opponent who they've decided that they're just going to push back the region a little bit. And and that's the thing. I think that was I think that was part of the issue with this District 11A District 12A because District 11A was the official region host this year before everything went to higher seats because of the pandemic situation and so you know district 11a kind of had to sign off on pushing the region back and it's my understanding that the two districts could not come to an agreement on that whereas district 7a so i guess it's the odd number districts year to host and district 7a saw the issue and that's a pretty big district over there as well and i guarantee you nobody in district 7 triple a was voting to not play out the entire tournament so i mean that that yeah that wasn't a option and i don't I, i don't even see where it would be an option for anybody i don't i don't even know how this got on the table in 11a to start with to be honest but certainly i'm sure that wasn't something that was discussed in 7 AAA. So really, the only logical move was to push the region back a day. It's very odd that the, the smaller six-team districts versus what the seven and eight-team districts did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever. Um, but yeah, so eight AAA and seven AAA will play their... They'll start their region tournament on Monday. Is that correct? I, I believe it's Monday. Okay. With um, so 
Chad Hall with a great question, and I don't know the answer. You may know this because you did talk to a coach. How are the three and four seeds determined? Is it whoever's the higher seed? So, like, if, if, if say, Perry County did lose to Collinwood, would Collinwood be the three seed Ooh, and five, six would be the four? That, <laughs> I don't know. I do not know. That was that was one of my original questions too. Was I, I guess they go with whoever's the higher of the two seeds gets to three. I would guess. I would guess if six beats three, then six becomes three. But I, I, I don't know. That's <laughs> <laughs> talk about your unintended consequences. I, I don't know. I would just assume whoever's the higher seed would be the three, and the lower would be the four. I don't know the answer to that, no, but. So I believe let's let's go back to our conversation with Nick Campbell. Um, they're going to play round one on Monday, play round two on Tuesday, girls championship on Thursday, and boys on Friday in the region. Okay. So that is how that will work. Okay, so girls championship on Thursday, boys championship on Friday, so they will still be able to play sectionals. girls sectionals on Saturday. And boys sectionals on Monday. Correct. So, so that's how that's going to work in eight AAA. That'll help you out. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure if there's a similar situation with eleven AAA. No, I think I think Metro they're going to be fine. Um, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with Metro. So eleven AAA championship games will be Wednesday. So they're playing Monday, they're Tuesday, play, Wednesday. They're playing Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. They're getting it done. Get it done. I, I like that. Especially and especially if you're playing at, you know, higher seeds. I mean, if you can get officials, and I would assume that they do have them. So they're going to get it done and be done. Uh, yeah, 11 AAA is playing their championships and consolations for boys and girls on Wednesday night. All right. There you go. What about 10A? 10A. 10A is playing playing games tonight. Correct. They're playing all four semifinals tomorrow. They are playing championships. Girls championship and consolation on Wednesday. Gotcha. Don't ask Coach Hall about that. And um, boys championship and consolation on Thursday. Which, again... Playing at the higher seeds, I don't know why you couldn't have either played them all on Wednesday or played them all on Thursday. Hey, just giving that extra day off before the for regionals. the boys, the girls too. If they play on Wednesday, they play their their regional starts on Friday, so they but get that play, they get that day off. Right? But they're playing back to back. Well, I, I think they would rather get the one day off and get a day off between the semifinals and the championship. In have. the district, I would disagree, I, because again, <laughs> if you're trying to put in a game plan, you want to do, you want to have that day off between your regional opponent, someone that you haven't played mm. twice already. I see what you're saying. I'm not sure how well received it is. That's the way I would look at it if I'm a coach. Mm. I'm. I know. I know how to play Richland. I know how to play Hampshire. I know how to play those teams. I don't know necessarily how to play Joe Burns and McEwen. Mm-hmm. So, especially when you're talking about Joe Burns and uh, what's the? It's not McEwen. It's, is it Houston County? Mm-hmm. When you're looking at those two teams, 
Yeah. Anyway. Yep. I'm just saying, I want some time. <laughs> I got you. I, I understand what I understand what you're saying. Because those two are tough. Yeah. Um. Anyway, let's take a quick break because I think we've we've gone through everybody. I think we've hit everybody. I believe so. So we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we will talk a little bit about CA's game on Saturday and their uh, season-ending loss at Donaldson Christian. We will continue talking high school sports, as we always do on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Stay tuned. When we're out covering sports in and around Murray County, communication between Maurice and I is absolutely vital to our success. When your business needs top-notch communication and local service, Covenant Technology is there, and they are dedicated to helping your business succeed by ensuring open lines of communication to your clients and customers. Contact them today at 615-846-9898 or visit covenanttechnology.net. about it's southern middle tennessee sports today once again with mo here's chris welcome back into the show 10 minutes to the top of the hour coming to you from the front porch sports studios here in columbia blue skies the the clouds have parted on this monday morning and it is a beautiful day now what is that bright yellow ball in the sky anyway? What is that thing? I saw it all weekend, man. Starting Friday, it got crazy. It was really nice. It's supposed to be, there might be some snow coming later this week. So maybe it's a good thing that some of these folks are getting their tournaments out of the way. <laughs> oh, gosh. If, if, if it snows again on Thursday, I just I quit. <laughs> but you know what they say. You know, old wives tells if snow in the south stays on the ground for more than three days, it's going to snow again. That's that's an old wives' tale I've always heard, and it's pretty much rang true every time. What old wives have you been talking to, dude? I know a lot of old people. <laughs> <laughs> we used to go to the, we'd go see, you know, like, uh, go to the the nursing home, and I'd be like, "Can we go see the old people?" <laughs> wow. That sounds terrible, but that's, I mean, when I was a kid, that's what I, that's how I explained the nursing home was, you see the old people. It's not always the case, but. What, I mean, seeing your uh, aunt you're, granny wasn't enough? Aunt granny. She wasn't old. That was the oh, that's right. <laughs> that was the point. That's the reason she's aunt granny. Um, she isn't old now. If she's watching, you're not old. State of mind. Suck up. <laughs> my grandmother man <laughs> no we uh we are definitely going to get some more snow i just don't know when just letting you know hopefully it's not thursday it's supposed to it's, it's supposed to be pretty warm up to that point so whether it sticks or not will probably not so let's just hope that's the case there we go if we get some snow maybe it'll because again when it's that cold, I don't want rain. I want snow. I don't want it to stick necessarily, but like 
it's much easier to walk to your car in the snow than it is in the rain. <laughs> That's the way I look at it. Uh, thanks for tuning in on Facebook. We appreciate it. Make sure to shoot us a comment if you want to get in. Your thoughts on the show later in the show. We'll talk to Chip Walters and uh, talk about Deion Sanders and Jackson State's opening football game. And the aftermath. And the aftermath. UT men and women, NASCAR, Preds, all coming up in the second hour. Right now, we want to get a little bit of uh, info because I, I read the story, but kind of give us some more information about what happened on Saturday over at Donaldson Christian as Columbia's Academy's season came to an end. Just a tough night for the Bulldogs. Got off to a tough start, as as we mentioned in the article on the website, um, sm-tnsports.com. They... Um, they went four straight possessions to open the game without getting a shot off. That's not a good thing because you can't score if you don't shoot. That's yeah. There's that. Yeah. So, um, and and Donaldson Christian was a team that could take advantage. I mean, they had five seniors in their starting lineup. Very experienced team. Um, played a lot of games together. They got out to an eleven-two start and. And CA never really cut into that. I mean, they just um, they were out of sync. I failed to note how many um, days they had been off, but suffice it to say they'd been off for a while prior to that Saturday game. And with the weather situation, hadn't been able to practice a lot either. So, you know, just a tough situation to go into for them. Um Never looked comfortable. I mean, they they just seemed out of sync all night. And um, Donaldson Christian is a pretty good ball club, but I mean, I've seen I've seen CA, and they have looked better than they looked Saturday for sure. Um, Nineteen points out of Drew Butt in in the game, but just some of their. Offensive weapons weren't really – they weren't firing on all cylinders, let's let's say. Yeah, when Columbia County only makes six three-pointers, they're probably not going to win. Uh, and that's just because they really like to shoot the three, and they typically shoot it well. They do typically shoot it well. I mean, we've seen them probably hit ten three-pointers more than we've seen them hit six. I mean, they, they can do some damage from out there. But also, they're a team that can get some points – by going to the rim, and there wasn't a whole lot of that, not a whole lot of penetration, not a whole lot of slashing, um, not a whole lot of posting up. I mean, Griffin Cooper was somewhat effective down on the block when when they did get the ball down there. Just that did not happen a whole lot. Um, Don't lot, see Collins Malone's name in the box score. He just wasn't able to – He he. His impact probably came more on the defensive end than it was on the offensive end, obviously. But, um, I mean, he blocked a couple of shots. He kind of disrupted some things. But, um, again, just never really got into the flow of things for them. They had played against Battleground Academy on Saturday the 13th in the um, district consolation round, so they had been on for a week. Um, You know, not as long as some teams, but, you know, and, and Marty DeJarnett, you know, kind of, kind of mused. Was was the layoff an issue? Um, didn't know. Just something felt out of sync from from the start, and never really got comfortable. Tough loss. 
because you just felt like they were better than that. Yeah. So, 19 and 8 finish for them. They lose four seniors, I think. Um, Tanner Ham, Chase Duncan, Hayden Morgan, and uh, Kyle Young. So, you know, a lot coming back on this roster, a lot to work with there, um, starting with Drew Budd, I would say, Will Jackson, um, Collins Malone, as you mentioned, um, Andre McClellan and Griffin Cooper with seven points each. Um, so, you know, fair to expect CA to be, you know, back in this situation again next year, you know, closing in on the 20 win mark and, and doing some pretty good things. I, I've not taken a good look at what their new district slash region looks like in basketball with reclassification, but, um, you know, they, I mean, they beat CPA this year. They've, they've played some good ball at times. And so looking forward to seeing what that, that group, as we, as I just mentioned, can get done next year with another year of experience under. Yeah. Also on our website, a great story um, about Jack Harlow, who is uh, helping out with the independent scrolls this year. And that's, that's really a cool little story. It is, you know, and it, I walked into the gym one night and there he was. I mean, it was with very little fanfare that, that he came on to the independence coaching staff. And I mean, this dude's a legend. I mean, I first encountered him when I started at the Tennessean back in the nineties. And he had Franklin back when Franklin County and Shelbyville were going at each other. And you talk about some wars, man. I mean, they had it. You know, Latina Davis, who played up at UT, Latanya uh, Johnson, who played at Memphis, they had some talent come through there, man. And um, it was fun to watch. But he's working with Indy now, and, and he'll be on the sidelines tonight when Independence goes to Brentwood in a 11 triple A quarterfinal game. Yep, it's going to be a lot of fun. Check out the rundown from earlier. If you missed any part of the show, it'll be on the uh, it'll be on the podcast later. So check it out. Listen to the rundown on our website sm tnsportscom Check out that story on Independence and on CA's uh, games from over the weekend. When we come back, we're going to talk to Chip Walters. Can't wait for that. So Chip Walters will be on the other side of the break. We'll be right back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today. 